This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Walking about. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Yes, and I am the leader of the rebels. This is Les Miserables. And it is now throughout all five boroughs of the city of New York. It's in our outer suburbs. It's up in the Mid-Hudson Valley. Stretches to Erie County. Up to Onondaga, where Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, is trying to ship homeless and illegal aliens. And the mayor there has said no a thousand times no. This is a battle for the soul of our city, for our state, and for our country, ladies and gentlemen. This illegal alien invasion continues. And the mayor is aiding and abetting it without standing with we the people. And let me explain. Under the cover of darkness yesterday, at about 1.30 in the morning, while Frank Morano was just uh, talking nonsense on the radio, he who prides himself for being the son of Staten Island was not being informed or maybe chose to ignore it. But the city of New York had stormed the barricades. Yes, they had. They were under a court order. That everything was to stand on hold until State Supreme Court Judge Ozzy could make a final ruling as to whether the illegal aliens, 40 left in St. John's Villa Academy, originally scheduled to house 300, would have to be removed by the Sheriff's Department or would be permitted to stay. His final ruling will take place in about two weeks. Interestingly, and I think this is why the city decided to break the spirit of agreement that nothing would be done. The 40 would be left there at St. John Villa Academy until the judge, Judge Jaazi, a Democrat in state Supreme Court, would ultimately make the final ruling. And you know what happened? Uh, You know what happened? Because nobody is reporting this except for me here, Justin Ellick. 
that uh, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb just yesterday at the end of the day removed New York State from this case. She did a punches pilot. She said we'll have nothing to do with trying to force illegal aliens into the confines of St. John Villa Academy. That was a major victory. That left Eric Adams alone, swagger man with no plan, soon ready to vacate and go on a vacation to South America and Central America, standing by himself against the will of the people, the rebels in Staten Island. So at 1.30 last night, an MTA bus rolled up from the Roosevelt Hotel and about 40 males were shuttled inside as the grandmothers and mothers immediately assumed their positions at the barricades, telling them to go back to Manhattan. You're much better off in Manhattan. There they put you up in a hotel, give you three squares, iPhone, smartphone, health care. They give you everything in Manhattan. What do you got out here in Staten Island? You got Ugats. You got Bubkis. And so I have ordered uh, the leaders of the rebels in Staten Island as of today, John Tobacco and Scott Lobato, to start giving out flyers like supposedly Eric Adams' administration is at the border, although I believe that's bull feathers. I haven't seen every, any evidence of them giving out flyers. They're probably, they're probably getting kickbacks from a vendor who supposedly has a contract to print flyers and no flyers has ever been delivered or distributed and they're pocketing the money. But that flyer is going to have the same words as those illegal aliens, because they have to occasionally leave and come back to St. Johnsville Academy, going to use the mayor's own words. There's no guarantee that you'll have shelter here in New York City. There's no more hotel rooms that we're giving you. The cost of food and transportation and other necessities is the highest in the United States. This is what we've been saying forever. And he, oh, no, absolutely. But to the illegals supposedly they got to find their own place to stay in 30 days. We're going to give the same information that the mayor claims he's given out in the border. And like I said, I don't believe any of that. It's nonsense. And uh, uh, wrong way, Lou Rufino, we're going to have it printed up in Spanish, obviously, in French for those who are from the sub-Saharan African uh, continent uh, who are coming in from Mali, Mauritania, Chad, Senegal, Sudan, and all the way down in the east coast of Africa, Madagascar, and we'll have it in Arabic too. So look, we'll do the we'll do the leafleting right at the locations. That's number one. Number two is uh, the great legal team of Lou Gerolamino and Mark Fonte are preparing are preparing to make their final arguments in two weeks before Judge Ozzie, the Democrat, who will make the decision. And so so far, he issued a stay. And Eric Adams has ignored that stay because he is intent on not abiding by that court order. He thinks that he and he alone is a dictator, a tyrant who runs the city of New York against the will of the people. And that's why we are assembling tonight, because it is the rally to bring all people together over the fact that we don't want migrant shelters or illegal aliens in Bay Ridge. Please show up. John Paul Jones Cannonball Park, which is 101st between 4th Avenue and Fort Hamilton Parkway, right underneath the Verrazano Bridge. Hundreds will be there because originally I had announced to everyone way back in August, uh, August the 6th, 
that the city was going to put a tent. Uh, the entrance was Shore Road, uh, right into Shore Road Park, 77th, 79th, right near the ball fields and the public bathrooms. And uh, the city councilman there, uh, who happens to be Justin Brannon, again, this is the guy who has consistently lied to the people of Bay Ridge and Dyker Heights and Fort Hamilton, claiming, I did not vote to defund the police. He did, by a billion dollars. I was not in favor of no cash bail. He was and still is. And he wants illegals to come in, but only after November 7th, Election Day. That's the plan at City Hall. Put him in on November 8th. This is what he had to say about me announcing that two months ago. Curtis Lee comes on, talks about my district, talks about something that's just not true. It's just not true. That he, he gets on the radio and says the mayor and I are planning to turn Sherwood Park into a migrant tent city. Absolutely false. But this is what demagogues do in times of crisis. This is what demagogues do. And then there was a rush of people calling up first Anthony, a constituent who lives in Bay Ridge, who knows that this guy, Justin Brandon, is outraditor. This guy's a mutt, Sid. Listen, correct me if I'm wrong, please. Last time when de Blasio, when he did the $1 billion, wasn't this guy on the city council or not? He was, 100%. That time, Sid... He sure as hell did yep. vote for the money. So now all of a sudden they see, you know, the, the woes of their ways and how things are getting so effed up. And now he changes his mind. He's a turncoat, two-faced mutt. A traditor. I have announced the plans. They intend on putting a tent right near the entrance, 7779 to Shore Road Parkway there, uh, right in to... Uh, the park itself by the baseball fields and the public bathrooms. The other location will be near, right by Poly Prep uh, Day School. Oh, my God, Poly Prep. That's where Sid went, Idala Takapina. Neither Idala or Takapina want to do anything, right, because they're only out to make money. Uh, they, I mean, that's it. It ain't about helping the community. The community needs help there. They want to put another tent out there in Fort Hamilton between Poly Prep High School and the Veterans Hospital. And we're out to stop that preemptively. we got to do it in advance. I'm leading the rally tonight. I'll be joined by Ari Kagan, who's running against Justin Brannon for city council. you got to come out and vote for Ari Kagan for sure. And then, of course, Paul Rodriguez, who is the Republican candidate running against Aviles in Sunset Park, north of there. She's the socialist. He's the Republican. He's run for state controller, city controller. The three of us there will be on the stage denouncing Eric Adams, denouncing Justin uh, uh, Brannon in our No Migrant Shelter uh, demonstration and rally tonight. Again, be there. I'll have Nancy there. Nancy's going to be joining us. John Paul Jones, Cannonball Park, 101st between 4th Avenue and Fort Hamilton Parkway, 630, right in the shadow of the Verrazano Bridge. And then thereafter, fear not, my rebel friends in Staten Island, I will be taking Nancy with me across the plank, and we will be visiting the grandmothers and mothers as they continue their vigil outside of St. John's Villa Academy to stop the illegal invasion. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? 
you need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Panama! Ruben Blade, or as uh, I think I call him, Blades. Uh, anyway, it was great there, remember? <laughs> it's great in that movie there, the building superintendent. That was a great movie over there in the Lower East Side. He sucked in the Cape Man. You know, they did a recreation of the Cape Man on Broadway. That was horrible. That's the uh, Hispanic guy on Hell's Kitchen Park, him and his... Uh, his Puerto Rican gang ended up uh, stabbing and killing the uh, Irish gang, the predecessors to the Westies. But the point was that Broadway uh, musical was horrible, The Cape Man, with Rubin. But he has done great songs. He is a fixture in the Latin American world, world-renowned, and he was great in that movie. I think it was the building superintendent. But anyway, it is Hispanic Heritage Day here at WABC. And I play that uh, shout-out to all the Central American and South American nations. Uh, Justin Ellick, you are of the age of a lot of the young whippersnappers who live, who actually work here at WABC, who clearly did not have history nor geography in school, whether they went to parochial school, uh, public school, or private school, festooned in our facilities here at WABC are the flags of Hispanic-speaking nations, but I had to point out to them, they don't speak Spanish in Brazil, it's Portuguese. Then in Haiti, it's Creole, a little bit of French. And Jamaica, it's uh, <laughs> it's English that I can't understand. Uh, so do you think you can take those notations so next year when we have all the flags out, we remove those flags because they are not Hispanic-speaking. You got that? Okay, all right. And today... If you happen to be an illegal alien from an Hispanic-speaking country, you are declaring that you are Venezuelan because Venezuelans can now be applying for temporary protected status. They call it TPS, which means you're an untouchable here in New York City. You can't be deported. You could commit crimes. You can rape, rob, steal, kill. It doesn't matter what. 
But all you got to do is show the precinct that your TPS, you are temporary protected status. You cannot be deported. You are an untouchable. You can do whatever the freak you want at the taxpayer's expense. And I simply ask this. How do we know they're Venezuelans? Wrong way, Lou Rufino. They don't have papers. Uh, Justin Ellick, how do we know they're Venezuelans? They speak Spanish, right? They could be from any number of countries where illegal aliens are flooding across our border between Texas uh, and Mexico. Why, who's checking to see if they're Venezuelan? Half these people have no identification whatsoever. They claim that they had to flee their country for whatever reason. That's why they're asylum seekers. They know two words in English that's going to guide them through the process and put them in the easy pass lane. And it's called asylum seeker. But most of them don't have papers that indicate that they were from Venezuela. You know where you can get the papers? They're selling them like hotcakes right now, where they always sell illegal identification paraphernalia, and they've been doing it for years. Underneath the number seven train, the John Rocker Express. If you get off at 74th and Broadway, Roosevelt, and you just walk the length of the L, the number seven train, as it's on its way to Willits Point, the old Shea Stadium, now City Field, Flushing Meadow Park, that along that route, as you hit, 74th and Roosevelt, and you just keep following the number seven train all the way up to Junction Boulevard, 103rd, 108th, 111th. There are people selling false identification pictures and documents of any country in the world that you want to say that you're from. They're selling fake passports, fake driver's licenses, and fake social security cards. I mean, whatever you want, fake for Gacy, you can find there. And remember, your modern printing abilities that you can do on the old Xerox machine. Now the printers are so capable, they can almost print per spec quality like what an original can get. You would need to be somebody who authenticates art or authenticates baseball cards or comic books, you know, who has a fine eye to be able to tell the differences, or authenticates fake currency from real currency. Because a lot of these countries in South America, they perfected the art of making fake American currency of all denominations, Colombia being one of those countries, Venezuela being one of those countries. Uh, away from the Western Hemisphere, North Korea, the Iranians are very good at making fake currency. So if I happen to be an illegal alien who snuck across the border and was greeted by Catholic charities, which they do, and asked, what city you want to go to? A nine out of ten say New York City, regardless of so-called flyers that are being given now to suggest that you not go to New York City any longer. That's nonsense. I, I, I believe that's all bogus. I believe that city, somebody at City Hall is pocketing that money. I want to see vendors. I want to see pictures. I want to see video authenticating the fact that our tax dollars are being spent on printing and shipping flyers that in 38 different le- uh, languages tell people to no longer choose New York City. We have no more hotel rooms. It's too expensive. Food is too costly. All the reasons that people are fleeing 
that the mayor denies. He says that doesn't exist. But supposedly on a flyer, he prints all of that to keep the illegal aliens away. And yet double the number are coming now to New York City than previous to the flyer. So we're not going to buy that. But today, Venezuelans can now be applying for temporary protected status. And I'm asking everybody out there to contact me because I know some of you work for the federal government that has granted this to Joe Biden. And what is the proof that a Venezuelan has to provide? Because the ones I've talked to at the Roosevelt Hotel, at least half of them have no identification. They claim they had to flee their country. Maduro, gangs, drugs, sex traffickers, they all have a novella story. I don't believe any of that. And again, my whole philosophy is different than Ronald Reagan. Reagan said, trust and then verify. You verify to me first. It has to be verified, then I'll trust you. So that's number one. Let's look at Eric Adams, who's going on a vacation. Once again, abandoning ship in the middle of this crisis. He claims he's going to go on a four-day extravaganza, all costs paid for by us, the sucker taxpayers, and because he's going to uh, countries where sometimes they kidnap uh, people of note uh, and then shake them down and extort money from from them, particularly Mexico, by putting their uh, debit card or credit card into an ATM machine and draining the account before they turn you loose. He's going first to uh, Mexico City, where nightlife is king. I have guardian angels in Mexico City. I've been there many times. I'm telling you. The mayor loves nightlife, and there are a lot of shorties there. So he'll be uh, raising the roof until the break of dawn. Then he goes to Puebla, which is in the south. Not a hot spot for uh, nighttime activity, but I doubt he's going to learn anything in Puebla. I mean, I've been close to there, but not directly there. Then he's going to Quito, Ecuador, which uh, if you were looking for a place to go for a medical or dental vacation, they actually... Advertise as such a dental or medical vacation. Uh, maybe uh, after you get, uh, you know, uh, new dentures, root canal, their walking clinics. Uh, you get all kinds of um, uh, all kinds of uh, facial restructuring, uh, plastic surgery at reduced rates. And by the way, uh, apparently with good, high quality, one tenth the cost of what you pay for here. In the United States, they even have a place where you get vitamin B12 shots intravenously, Justin Ellick. Maybe your hero, uh, the steroid user who was on with uh, Sid Rosenberg this morning, who gave him a softball interview, Aroid. Uh, maybe instead of getting uh, vitamin B12 shots into his stomach by Yuri, his so-called cousin there in the DR, he should have gone to Quito. He could have walked down a side street and gotten uh, B12 shots intravenously. Yeah, B12 shots. Yeah, you believe that crap also. But the point being, Europeans go there, Americans go there. They actually advertise three-day, five-day, seven-day, ten-day dental medical vacations. And you could actually take a long ferry trip to the Galapagos. In the meantime, it's a beautiful country. It's right by the sea. So another vacation spot with nightlife there in Quito. And then he finishes up his his uh, trip in the Sodom and Gomorrah of all of South America, and that's saying a lot, when that takes in Brazil and Rio de Janeiro, whatever happens in Rio stays in Rio, but the other place is Bogota. So he's going to Bogota supposedly to learn about illegal aliens coming here, 
uh, in Bogota now, they won't even send Secret Service agents. In uh, in years past, they've sent groups of Secret Service agents ahead of whenever the president or vice president was visiting at a conference, the most notable when Barack Obama was there for a South American conference, and the whole Secret Service entourage that went there to preliminary check out the locations that Barack Obama, the president, would be visiting, had to be brought back, had to be disciplined. Some of them had to be washed out of the Secret Service because they were using cocaine. There were hookers galore there. The nightlife goes to the break of dawn. You want men. You want women. You want transgenders. You could get it all in Bogota. So why the hell is the mayor leaving the crisis? He's like the captain of the Titanic. Everybody has told him, captain, captain. The glacier is ahead. The iceberg is ahead. And his attitude being pretentious, omnipotent, obstinate is full speed ahead. I don't see an iceberg. I don't see a glacier. Full speed ahead. And now that he realizes, uh-oh, uh-oh, we're going to hit that iceberg, he's jumping ship and spending five days at taxpayers' expense on a vacation in all the hot spots of Central and South America, where notice they all have incredible nightlife. I mean, incredible nightlife that would compare to what existed in Havana under the administrations of Batista and Machado before the Castro brothers overthrew them and turned that country uh, into a communist state. I'm telling you, this is a BS vacation that Eric Adams is taking at taxpayers' expense, he's going to learn nothing. If you wanted to learn something about the border, you go to the border. Like, I've been to the border in years past. You go down to El Paso. He was there for a few hours. You spend a few days. You go on the Juarez side. That's where you really learn about things, on the Mexican side. Then you go to Eagle Pass. I've never been there. He should go on both sides. you got to spend some quality time there. You can't just do a hit and miss, uh hit and run. Then you go over to Nuevo Laredo, the Mexican side, and then you see on the American side, Laredo. You go over both sides. And then finally, you can finish your four-day trip in TJ, Tijuana. On the other side is the San Ysidro Canyons that lead you to San Diego. You'll learn a lot if you're not just there for the nightlife to be chasing the hotties and the shorties. And God only knows using all kinds of intoxicating ingredients to the break of dawn. Talking about this is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Go, 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 show it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a party like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give up because that's your birthday. You can find me in the club. Bottle full of bug. Mama, I got what you need. You need to feel Hell no. We, we, we ain't doing what everybody else is doing and celebrating the 69th birthday of Al Slim Shady Sharpton at Race Hustler. A guy who has always pitted people against one another for financial gain. No, 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 Justin Ellick. Just because you like 50 Cent. And just because he'll be singing that song to him tonight. And sitting there 
paying allegiance to their leader will be the mayor of the city of New York, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, who considers himself an alumni of the National Action Hate Network. By the way, he was one of the signers of their constitution uh, when they first became a nonprofit. And one of their esteemed alumni is Alvin Bragg. Don't you remember uh, during the campaign uh, when uh, Al Shady Sharpton summoned both Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, and Alvin Bragg, who loves criminals and hates people who stand their ground, uh, like uh, Jose Alba in the deli and the hero Marine Daniel Penny. They stood on the stage, and it's like they were swapping spit, all three of them. Loving one another and hating crackers. Because when Eric Adams would come to the National Action Network from time to time and speak when he was leader of the 100 blacks in law enforcement or whatever they came at, he'd always love to brag. Every day in the police department, I kicked those crackers' ass, man. I was unbelievable. And they give him a standing ovation when they say, can I hit that again for those uh, who are listening, spying on me from the National Action Network on the birthday of their hero, Al Slim Shady Sharpton. Every day in the police department, I kicked those crackers' ass, man. I was unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. That audience couldn't get enough of that. But I was listening to my very dear friend, Geraldo Rivera, earlier today with Sid. This is... um, a recognition of Hispanic achievements throughout America, throughout our state, throughout our city, our tri-state area. It's had a Hispanic Heritage Day. So Sid had on Geraldo Rivera. And I remember when Geraldo Rivera went up to Poughkeepsie, when I was at the side of Stephen Pagonis on a regular basis, in the defamation trial against Al Slim Shady Sharpton, who had destroyed Stephen Pagonis's life, who had been the Dutchess County prosecutor that Al Slim Shady Sharpton, C. Vernon Mason, and Alton Maddox in 1987 say had raped 15-year-old Tawana Brawley outside of her home in Wappingist Falls in the Mid-Hudson Valley and created tension that could have led to a race war. It was all a lie. They made it up. Tawana Brawley has now moved to some uh, distant part of rural Virginia. She got married. Her name is Tawana Thompson. She's a nurse and a member of the Nation of Islam and a follower of Shkui Louis Farrakhan. She knows it's a lie. C. Vernon Mason is is a uh, disbarred lawyer. I think he's with the Abyssinian Baptist Church, an elder. Alton Maddox got disbarred and died. But they told lies, lies that divided our country, divided, and they never apologized for that. And we're, we're supposed to celebrate the birthday of Aslam Shady Sharpton, who when Freddie's fashion market was burnt down by one of his followers, Rollin Smith. I remember that because people thought that was the newscaster on Channel 9. Remember Rollin Smith? No, no, it wasn't him. It was one of his black followers who ran into that Freddy's Fashion Market and torched the place and shot some of the people working there. killed seven. And that's because Al Slim Shady Sharpton called Freddy a white interloper. That was 95. And who could ever forget the Crown Heights riots in 91? 
And who stood with the Lubavitcher Jews for 30 days and 30 nights? That was me and the guardian angels protecting them against Al Slim Shady Sharpton, who called them diamond merchants. And everybody who wanted to kill the Jews there, how quickly some of the Lubavitch have forgotten by embracing Eric Adams, who was supporting Al Slim Shady Sharpton then, as he does now. No happy birthday to you, Al Sharpton. No happy birthday to you.